Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spotlights podcast. I'm Will Longman and today we have quite a fun episode for you. Shitfaced Showtime is the offshoot of its Shakespearean counterpart, a show in which a group of actors rehearse a condensed version of a classic play. But one actor in the cast has been busy drinking for hours before the curtain comes up. It leads to some pretty hilarious improv and it truly is a show that changes every single night. It's a brilliant concept and I wanted to know a little bit more. So I was lucky enough to be able to chat with Hal Hillman as he sat down to his first beer of the day in preparation for the company's current show, A Pistmas Carol which is running at the Leicester Square Theatre. I checked in with Hal a couple of times throughout the evening to see how the booze was taking hold. But here's Hal as he cracks open his first beer of the day. It is three o'clock. Three o'clock. On a Wednesday. Yeah. We're sat underground and you're drinking on your own. Yep. If you were anybody else, I'd be a little bit worried about you. Oh, yeah. But, uh... I mean, I'm slightly worried about myself, <laughs> as I said. Um... But this is all part of your job. Yeah. So yeah, this is unprofessional pisshead. Yeah. Um... Mum's proud. Um, yeah, it's, it's my third third show doing shit for showtime. Um, and does, does your day start at three o'clock? This is the, so you drink four hours before the I show starts. Drink four hours before the show. Um, the build up to to three o'clock or whatever time. It's always four hours. So if we start at seven, then you know, uh-huh. go on um, at three. Uh, it's very much gearing myself up. To yeah. it's like it's like a pre match sort of you, thing. You, you know? get a like, bit of a buzz on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get up this morning. I got up. Went to the gym. Made sure I had a big breakfast. Called my mum. Made sure, <laughs> made sure she knew I was safe. Last words. Last words, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, get here and then you just drink. How and much? How much on a typical on a typical show? So it depends very much on the person. How much? You know what what their body type is. Mm-hmm. If you know what they're drinking. So I I tend to drink beer as a as a starter, and then I move on to a spirit. So either vodka or gin. I'm a two tipples. Um, I'll drink five or six bottles of this size. So this is a what's this? That's a five. three three thirty milliliter. Yeah, so I'm probably drink about six well, of it? these or five of these. Okay, and then I'm moving on to about four four sort of large spirits. Okay, yeah, so, so quite quite a lot. Yeah, you know, you, you you can stand up and you can talk and you you're aware of what and you're aware of um of your surroundings. But I'm assuming but, not so aware of your lines. Well, the thing is, you're always kind of somewhat aware of your lines, and they can go at any point. Mm-hmm. But you, the idea, I think, and, and what's really funny when you're not drunk, when you're watching, is to, is to see the drunk trying their very best. And then, and then at some point, the show all goes wrong, and they yeah. say, oh, I can't be asked anymore. Um, but if a drunk comes on and they're trying their best to get the lines out, but they're, they're missing out what they're saying... They're missing key moments. The other actor's going, sorry, what's, yeah, what's yeah. that you're trying to say? And they're like, ah. And then sooner or later, the drunk gets bored, and that's when the fun happens. That's when the fun happens, yeah. because they go, actually, do you know what? Tonight, I think Scrooge is going to be Italian. And then the other actors have to pick up that story okay. and go with whatever, whatever the drunk's given them, really. So you have this rehearsed piece. You're doing yeah. a Christmas carol, mm-hmm. nice and festive for December. Yep. Yeah. And that's a completely condensed, just a condensed production of that. So if, if you were rehearsing that, you all have sober lines. It's yeah. all just quite a dry production. Yeah, we, um, we rehearse it as if it's a, a show that we're going to put on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is my third production, but 
certainly from the conversations I've had with people that have done the productions before, is that it's only get, we're only getting better with the show itself. So with this particular show, I like to think it would stand on its own two feet. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's great, great songs that are put in place perfectly. Um, there's funny gags that stand alone without mm. the drunk needing to. So I, I actually did the first night drunk. Okay. And, and is, that, is that the first time you don't rehearse drunk, you don't do one so what we, run? So what, we'll what, we, what we'll do is we don't do a wet run, but we'll do an improv run. Okay. So we'll throw someone in there. We'll just say to someone in the cast, right, you're the drunk. Um, and they just go in and play little games and mm-hmm. just kind of muck about. They're not actually drunk, but it's just giving everyone in the cast an understanding of, okay, there might be something to work with there and that might be a thing on the night. And yeah, that's how it kind of, that's kind of how we do it. But yeah, no wet runs. It's just and so then what happens on the night. You get to the first night and you're first the night, first drunk. I'm and the then first drunk and it was so easy I felt so like everyone in the cast is great the show I think you know every time a Christmas song plays you feel the audience kind of go oh yeah they get excited so we've got just a helping hand from that anyway we don't really as a drunk you can often feel like oh I've got to do everything and I've got to be extra funny and I've got to completely ruin the show Uh you don't always actually it's nice when those moments are quite timed and you know, you, the audience don't want to see utter chaos, I don't think. Yeah. I think they want to see chaos, but also enjoy good dances and good songs and, and then chaos. And yeah. then good dances and good songs and funny moments and then chaos, rather than just an hour of complete and utter chaos. And it's going to happen as well because the way that the scripts are written is to give every character a bit of a break or they're yeah. at a scene where they're in the limelight. Yeah. So naturally, there are going to be scenes where there's no drugs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and for the most part we try and we try and give every every actor a bit of time off stage mm-hmm. because they need it and there's costume changes and if if Scrooge for example who's on stage the most in, in this particular production if he has no time off stage and he's drunk it's a nightmare yeah. because <laughs> like, they're going to run out of steam and they need those little moments back off stage where the compare who's with them can say right you've done this and, mm-hmm. you've, and you've done this so how about we bring that back in um, and uh, but also we try and make the set changes and the costume changes a bit tricky and a bit quick because that's so funny <laughs> when you've got a drunk backstage it's like what, the, what am I doing next like what costume have I got to get they come on half dressed like, that's hilarious yeah. um, and you mentioned the compare he does a good job of driving it on and yeah. you've had your six or so beers and your Four or so vodka gins, which sounds like that's maybe like a good amount. When I was at university, you'd probably pre-drink yeah. Yeah, before yeah, you yeah. go out. So yeah. you're, a, you're a good level. Of course. Uh, and then you've got three guys in the front row who are ready to give you a drink anytime they want. Yeah. So we, we give out two instruments okay. to the audience um, and the compere themselves has one. Mm-hmm. So the drunk is allowed three drinks in the show. So they're one use and one use only instruments, but that just adds a great dynamic to the to the to the production because that bell rings, the drunk gets excited, they're like, oh, "I got a beer." Having a beer in your hand makes everything hilarious for the audience because trying to do a dance or trying to do a set change when you've got a beer impossible. And the compare's told is like, if they put the beer down, no, no, you pick that beer up and you put it back in their hand because of course the audience want to see that. They want to see us drinking. Yep. Um, that's our you know that's our selling point is that we've got a. We've got a drunk on stage, and it's it's hilarious. But I can imagine it's also fascinating yeah. for someone that's never seen something like that to see an actor on stage 
smashed, <laughs> trying their best to get through a show, whilst also being naughty, is, is hilarious but also fascinating. Yeah. Actors on stage smashed. That is a recipe for mishap. Yeah. What is the biggest mishap you've had on stage in the three productions you've done? Yeah, I was just, I was just having this. I don't think I've ever done anything too crazy. We've had we've had some absolutely mental scenarios. Um, I mean, I've, I've, I've nearly fallen off the stage a fair few times. Um, I kill, I kill a lot. Okay. I'm always trying to kill people <laughs> for whatever reason. In my shows, I'm like, right. We did Alice in Wonderland last year, and I was um, the Mad Hatter. Right. I was like, well. I'm Clearly, I'm a murderer. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, I've run into the audience quite a lot. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, no, nothing, nothing too, too uh, OTT. But, okay. but you know, nine times out of ten, there's something I, f- I forget. That's the thing. I often forget okay. exactly what I've done because that's the thing about being on stage when you're drunk. Because the adrenaline's so high. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first time I, the first time I ever did a drunk show. It was just one of the most mental things I could ever you're in front of 400 people doing your day job which is you know acting yep. but you're drunk and you're sort of told right you're allowed to do whatever you want and you go out there the way I always describe it and why I say it's the most fun I've ever had on stage is when you're when you're drunk and you're out in town mm-hmm. and you get really smashed and start making a fool of yourself everyone kind of looks at you like you're a bit of an idiot yeah. and you're embarrassed by yourself Put that on stage and everyone knows you're allowed to be drunk. It's the one time in life, really, you're allowed to be drunk, make as much of a fool as yourself as you want, fall over, slip over, um, and people applaud you. So, yeah, sorry, that's not really asking your question. but um, In a similar way, when I'm out on the lash and had a few beers, make a bit of an idiot of yourself, I wake up the next day with an overwhelming feeling of regret and shame. Sure. I don't do it in front of 400 people the yeah. night before. Yeah. Is it the same thing? It, do you it wake can up and think, what, what did I do it's last a pro- night? Yeah, that's a proper thing we do have. And, and I have no, nothing but good words to say about this company in terms of looking after the drunk. Um, because, of course, like not every show you're going to go on stage and walk away and be like, that was amazing, I love that. Of course, there's going to be nights where you come off and you go, oh, God, I, I don't remember anything. I, I, don't, I don't think it was that funny. Like, and we always try and keep track of what someone did so that you can tell them the next day this is what you did the audience loved it um, you were fine but of course that fear is a real thing Like just like it is you wake up after a night out it's the same as here yeah. except you're like oh god like 400 people like what did I do what did I say Sorry. was I offensive was I mean to anyone on stage and everyone's just there to be like no no you were great and like a normal production or like a normal craft there's a craft to drinking um, mm. on stage that you know the people that have been doing it for five years four years or whatever have really honed and are masters at and there's we, we you know we, we kind of talk about okay how can we make you a better drunk not a better <laughs> drunk but how can we help you produce the best show for, for yourself yeah so for example i one of my things that a couple shows in that i, I needed to check in was that i didn't talk over everyone because often I'd get something in my head and I'd bulldoze and I'd, I'd set up a game and then I'd just talk over it. Okay. So to help that, it was like, right, so when you're in a drinking show, you just need to be a bit more aware of listening to people, throwing an idea out there, but actually listening. Um, and then the fear just gets less and less because you start knowing how to deal with yourself. You don't, 
get that anxiety that no one's looking after you. Like you're all, you just looked after. It's like almost uh, being, being better at the subgenre of drunk improv. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's his own little entity, and I like to think I'm somewhere along the way now, being quite quite good at it. Yeah. Um, you know, today for example, I'm drinking, but it feels like another day at the office. Yeah. Whereas when I first started doing it, it was like, oh my god, I'm going to be drunk on stage. And, <laughs> wow, this is all new. Whereas now I'm like, okay, I've done 20 odd drinking shows. I know what I'm doing and it's just fun. Yeah. And I know the skills in which to make it a good show, I hope. Yeah. Um, but when you're drunk, there's no guarantee what you're going to be like. Yeah. It is always, you can, you can only try your best to make it a bit more, um, what's the word? A bit more controlled. Test Hal throughout the interview and at his different stages of drunk, I wanted to give Hal a challenge to really put his acting skills to the test. Here's his first attempt at the tongue twister we gave him. You know New York, you need New York, you know you need unique New York, you knew <laughs> You know New York, you need New York, you know you need unique New York, you know New York, you need New York, you know you need unique New York, you know New York, you need New York, you know you need unique New York. Not bad for a relatively sober professional actor. Stay tuned to find out how his attempts descend as he drinks on. Speaking of which, we checked back in with Hal about an hour after his first drink, by which point he'd already drunk quite a significant amount of beer. Um, I think this is about number four or five. That's, that's five. It's quite solid, isn't it? Yeah, it's not yeah, bad I've, I've been sinking them tonight. Do you ever have days where you just come in, you're the drunk, and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this? Uh, in Edinburgh, there was quite a few because it was just solid drinking the whole month. Um, so yeah, I did a few. I'd probably done like two hangover hangover shows. Okay. Um, and yeah, like before, you're like, oh, I don't want to drink, but also I'd rather do the show drunk than do a hangover. That's true. Um, so hair, so of yeah, yeah. hair of the dog show. Yeah, hair of the dog. Exactly. Once you've had two beers, you're like, yeah, I'm in the mood. Um, and I guess when you're in Edinburgh, there's more of a culture that you'll go out after the show anyway. Oh yeah, exactly. If you're the sober actor. Yeah, yeah, you go out of the Whereas show. Whereas here, you probably head home and. Well, I say say that we are quite bad, <laughs> quite a hardened group of drinkers. We we do all love a bed, and because we do water hour after the show, mm-hmm. so after the after the show, the drunk is gifted plenty of water and food until they're sober. Essentially, never quite sober, but just into a place of like, okay, you're solid now, um, and. We do that here at Leicester Square in the bar downstairs. Okay. So if you're a sober actor, you've got to be, everyone's got to be present for that. Right. So if you're a sober actor, you're like, well, what am I going to do for an hour and a half, two hours? I'll have a bev. So often <laughs> we'll sit downstairs and we're just drinking and the little drunks just sitting there all happy and like, yeah, I'm all right, drink my water, have my sandwich. Um, nice. Yeah. It just sounds like a good company to be part of. It sounds it like really the best is. job in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, um, I've literally, I couldn't say it more confidently. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... I graduated drama school in 2017 and have done, you know, different jobs. But this is my main theatre job I've done and been part of quite a while now. And it's just such a brilliant company. Fun. Yeah, so fun. It's just fun. Yeah. Right, and everyone's everyone's fun. Yeah. You know, it's not, you know, sometimes in theatre, depending on the show you're doing or the people you're around, you can get a bit bogged down in, in seriousness and all this theatre. Whereas this, just like, we just want to make people laugh. Yeah. We want people to come and see the show and have an hour of just fun. And if you come here and you don't enjoy it, it's like, well, you've probably come to the wrong show. Yeah. Because this, this is just an hour of fun. Um, and then, it's nothing more, nothing less. 
there must be a good sense of company because a lot yeah. of West End shows you go to, they'll get in an hour before or whatever, do their warm-ups. But they've yeah. got their own dressing rooms. They might bump into each other. Yeah, exactly. You've been sat here now. It's 20 past four. So for the past hour, you've been playing games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is nice. It's nice for, for the outside people to see, to see how, how... This is every day. You know, this isn't for show. This isn't like, yeah. oh, it's going to do this today. This is every day. We're called... We're called when the drunk's called. Mm. You're called four hours before the show. And we, this is it. You know, we sit with the drunk. Basically, the drunk is allowed to choose what music it is. They basically dictate. It's like a birthday party. <laughs> so we dictate how the afternoon goes within reason. You know, it can't be over the top. Um, but this is my music that we're playing now. Um, I was like, yeah, I'll play Articulate because everyone enjoys that game. Yep. Now, next two hours are like a bit more like, okay, let's start getting our costumes together. And okay. the last hour is very much like get myself together yeah. but we do spend because it puts the drunk in a good mood I'm in a great mood right now. I'm with so, my mates playing games listening to music like. so how do you pace that with the drink then do you have a couple of beers so you've had you know, four bottles of beer now Yeah. as you get the costumes ready are you, are you chugging Still back drinking. vodkas or are you no. taking it a bit slower I wouldn't say I'm chugging it back um, it's just a steady drinking I'd say this is probably number five actually I think it's number five so I'll, I'll I'll probably have one more after this and then move on to the spirit. Okay. And then for me, just my personal thing, that tends to get a bit slower because beers just go down so easy. Yeah. But the you know you, you just drink steadily and then it gets to a point. Sometimes before the show, um, the showrunner who's the showrunner is essentially like they look after the drunk and they get the drunk drinks and they keep track of how much they've had to drink. They'll often before a show be like, okay, we think you're in a good place. So. Um, they they kind of just they they I don't I don't look after how much I drink. Sure, it's someone else kind of going right. How much has he had? Does he need more? Does he need less? Okay, is he good? Because they don't want me to go on stage and be completely wrecked so that I can't stand up. That's no fun. Yeah. So we're just trying to we're just trying to make sure that we've got a really, really really drunk, but really fun actor. Yeah. On stage because that's what makes the best show. Um, people in the audience might think, oh, we want someone who's about to die that's not fun <laughs> you know like and people do come they come and they watch the show and they're like drink down it down it because that's what they want to see yeah actually that doesn't lead to a great show what leads to a great show is seeing someone on stage who's really really drunk but still aware enough yeah. of what's going on so that they can be cheeky and funny and and play up to the idea of being drunk and i guess what the audience don't get is the look at this they're not here for the four hours before where you're sure. drinking and of course i can imagine some people would come and go oh they're not they're, not, they're not really drunk they're, just, they're actors they're yeah. pretending but uh, and that's not the case it's, at all yeah, it's frustrating it, it is frustrating when you hear stuff like that or you read stuff like that because it's like oh it's not fair like, it doesn't feel fair anyway because it's like we are drunk and yeah. they are drunk and if you saw this you know how what's the point of doing a show pretending to be drunk also if you come watch the show and they're not drunk and they're performing that well drunk it's incredible acting <laughs> <laughs> like to pull off the subtlety of being that kind Olivier of Olivier Award exactly um, no that's just so so far from the truth but yeah. obviously you're always going to have people that think it's not um, and there has to be an element of understanding of that of just going yeah of course people are going to be sceptical and going to think oh, are they actually drunk we are but if they choose to not believe that that's fine okay. that's their choice so he's now about two hours into his drinking. How would a half-cut Hal handle the tongue twister? You know New York, you need New York, you know you need unique New York. You know New York, you need New York, you know you need unique New York. 
You know New York, you need New York. You know you need unique New York. You know New York, you need New York. You know you need unique New York. No, no, I ruined it at the end there. Not bad, not bad, quite impressive. Now you can probably hear the party atmosphere building in the Leicester Square Theatre, like Hal was saying. It really did feel like quite a party as the cast warmed up. But as they began to set the stage, Hal took his drinking to the next level. This is number two, Vodka Tonic. Okay. I, think I had two, two beers after we left. So that was about... That's about two beers. Seven or eight beers then, two Vodka Tonics. Yeah. <laughs> in two hours. It's not bad, it's good. It's not bad, it's good, yeah. It was interesting when you described it as a birthday party and it's like you're, it's, you're the birthday boy. Yeah. It's your music, it is like a party. You're yeah, playing yeah. party games. Yeah, yeah. It's showtime now, like they're actually setting the stage. Yep. What do you do then? Are you going into a show mode um, or are you just trying to keep that buzz up? Yeah, we kind of like, we let the drunk kind of crack on and like as much as so I want to check my set and I want to oh. check uh, my costume, sorry, um, and, and make sure I know what I'm doing and that everything's in place. But yeah, basically keep them out of the way, keep them happy, keep them sweet. I'll go for a, I smoke, so oh. I'll go for quite, I'll go for quite a few cigarettes. That's kind of my little one. Is that nerves or? No, it's just, just, just yeah, you know, I feel like I'm at the pub. Yeah. Let me at the pub, you might get a few cigarettes, I'll do that. That's sort of my little treat. Um, yeah, like, they're obviously they're setting up the stage and the props and whatnot. I don't have to do any of that. No. Apart from if I, like, I'll probably want to check I've got everything just for yeah. my peace of mind. But I can just, yeah, chill. Scale of one to ten at the moment. Yeah. Ten being blotto, completely paralytic. Sure. One being where you were before you had that first beer earlier. Yeah. Where are you? Um, let's go, let's go like a six. Okay. I reckon I'm, I'm definitely drunk. Yeah. I'll, um, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not who I was when we spoke kind of loud ago. It's been quite weird because I've not moved. Yeah, yeah, like, of course. He's been here. Yeah. You've back. been chilling, doing work on your laptop. I've just been having fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it's, it, it, I mean, it's a bit of an odd thing to do. You just drink. You're doing everything normally with your mates, but you're the only one drinking. Yeah. That's such a weird thing to do. When in life do you do that? It is, yeah, it's quite it's quite a weird thing to to do when you're just the only drunk person. Everyone there's sober, yeah. But I'm drunk, and I've had however many pebs. Um, Does it get to a point where you realise that? All oh, right, yeah, I'm I'm pretty drunk now, and no one else is. Because when you're having those first couple of beers, yeah, it's just fun. I, yeah, exactly. I reckon about uh, half an hour ago, mm. I was like, oh, okay, oh, I feel it now. Okay, I just noticed a difference in myself, bit bit wobbly. Yeah. Not wobbly, but just like, okay, I'm starting to feel the effects of how much I've had to drink. Yeah, it's um, quite a lot. It's quite a lot. So you're at six. Where are like you? six. Where are you? Six out of ten. Where are you oh, aiming I, for I, by I the time you paralytic, go on? I suppose if paralytic's ten, I'm probably at five. Okay. I don't feel like I'm going to pass out anytime soon. That's good. You know, I'm still going to be able to have a conversation with you. Yeah. But. So you're aiming for a seven? I want to go on stage about seven, okay. I think. And then by the time I leave stage, I should be about an eight and a half. That's quite high. Well, eight, eight. <laughs> I don't know because I, I don't want to. I don't want to be paralytic. And I'm, I've never been paralytic after the show. Basically, after the show, there's two outcomes. There's one outcome where, um, yeah, guys, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Feed me water, but I'm fine. And then an hour and a half later, I'm like, can I have another beer? I'm all good. Yeah, I've eaten food. I've drank five pints of water. Yeah, you can have a beer. I'm yeah. off water out. The other outcome is, um. <laughs> I'm smashed. <laughs> Take me <laughs> home. Um, and that does happen. That does happen when someone's just like, yeah, they're just bad. Um, I'm sure you can tell just from my physicality, I'm a bit more like, 
<laughs> wonky yeah. than I was before. I love it. You are smileier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jolly. yeah, yeah. I'm jolly, man. I'm having a good time. Um, yeah, I feel. Yeah, at this point, what's the time? Half five. Half five. So I've got about an hour and hour and a half till showtime. Mm. And I'll be drinking pretty consistently until then. So by the time I step on stage, I will say, hello. Uh, <laughs> I will be considerably more pissed. And you mentioned earlier that like you look out for each other. So like people will say, all right, he doesn't need another drink now. Or no, he yeah. another drink now. You've done three of these. The first time, the company doesn't know how you react to booze, right? Pretty shows. Um, yeah. So did, yeah. did it take a little bit of learning with each other on how much yeah. you can each drink and how much you need and yeah for sure like you know once you know people and you know them as friends you know what works for them and and, that, and it's all about like we have a chat before the show so before each show we you have, have to have a chat with the producer or one of the producers where they ask how you're doing what's family life saying what's relationship life saying what have you eaten today like it's a real like in-depth chat it's just just a how you are mm-hmm. so that they can kind of just go Right, Hal's in a bit of a vulnerable place today, so let's make sure we surround him with fun. And do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. we're never going to send someone on stage if they're, you know, if my cat just died. Let's not put me on stage because yeah. I might get emotional. What's about a drink um, or you know, something more severe than that? Um, so we constantly like. Sorry, what's the question you ask? Oh, <laughs> it's you about said, how um, they kind of like uh, how they yes, yeah yeah of course. So how they look after you and how they hone you as a drunk is yeah by no by by knowing someone personally and knowing what they respond well to but also knowing how they are that particular day mm. so these guys i've got some of my best mates in here um who are in the show with me so they know what i'm like when i'm drunk they know what i'm like in a drinking show they know what i like in a drink up they know what i like when i'm in the show so yeah of course we're all constantly tailoring to the drunk person making sure they're looked after and yeah, <laughs> in the best mood, I suppose. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's good. The jump, the jump between the last chat we had yeah, and this one yeah, was yeah. so much bigger than yeah. the first one and the second one we had. I think, yeah, because I was holding it together for the last one. I was like, right, oh, I've had a few beers, I'm fine. Whereas now I, I do feel a bit a bit more confused, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> it's, the right, it's the right answer. Yeah, um, no, You're definitely so holding it together. Like, yeah, pitching, you. oh, let me interview a drunk person. This has gone probably better than I thought it would. Oh, good, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I mean, maybe I should be more more reckless, but... Um, yeah, you, you know, like, if you have this much to drink at a pub, mm-hmm. you still chat, like, with your mates normally. Yeah. I suppose you get that extra sort of, like, chaotic performance when you're on stage because you've got so much adrenaline in you whilst being smashed. So I'd. And yeah. also, when you're when you're drunk and you're at the pub, you're like, oh, I was really funny last night. Like, mm. you know, and I put the world to rights. Yeah. And, you know, but also, you're with, you're with someone who's also pissed. Yeah. So if you if you're if you're out and about and you're with your mate and you've both had, what is it, seven beers and two two sorry, uh, two vodka tonics. You're both probably quite pissed, but you're both pissed. Yeah. So you're just chatting normally. If one of you was sober and the other one was that. You'd be talking to them, you'd be like, oh, God, he is a bit wonky. But because you're both pissed, you don't really notice it. So, because part of the fun with this show yeah. is that, like, you don't know who the drunkard is yeah. until they come up. Yeah, 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 What would it be like if you start giving a couple more of them a bit I f- of drinks? I think, I think that Did, would... it just descend into chaos? Yeah, I think it would lose some of its... It's so nice when it's one person. Yeah. Because 
everyone else is smashing it and smashing the dances and singing the right harmonies and saying their lines and so that when you have that one isolated person on stage stumbling about and sorry, but um, that one isolated person there you the audience is just so centered on that one individual and everyone else everything around them is normal so that they they just stand out a mile away if if if, it, if everyone was drunk it'd be it would just be awful <laughs> it would just be like oh you're just having a laugh but because it's it is that isolated figure on stage mucking about and but then i guess like that connection where you got the two drunk people at the pub that is you and the audience because they're going to be drunk yeah. they're going to be well they could be if they're doing it properly exactly. they'll be and on the same level as you they'll get the jokes yeah. and, you know sometimes it does overspill and so the audience <laughs> almost being too drunk <laughs> and too involved when they're shouting out and which is great you know we love we love audience interaction and we want the audience to be up for it and yeah. and that's what makes a show is having an audience that come in and that want a party mm-hmm. and want it to be a party show so sometimes it, it, it can overspill into you know, down it, down it, down it, and 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 it just gets to a point where you're a bit like, all right, I'm not, I'm not gonna kill myself here. I'm not gonna down <laughs> not three pints in ten minutes. Um, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a bit like, and usually, but that's one or two figures every night. Like, not every night. The audience is so great, and we seem to have a really supportive following yeah. of people that really love the show, and and we, you know, we love them. Do you get the same people coming to see the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll often get people that come back and I've seen, I've met many a person after a show who's been like, yeah, I've seen this show and this show and we love it. And we have a few few fans that follow the social media that seem to be sort of super fans <laughs> and, you know, really have a huge advocates of the show. And I, I think the be- one of the things to me that is so unique about this show is that it's different every night. Mm. Obviously, if you go to an improv show, it's different every night, but... Our show is it's it's got it's got both those sort of like how to describe this uh, unique selling points is that you've got a drunk person in it and it's different every night. Yeah. You'll never come and see the same show. So if to anyone that thinks oh they're not drunk, it's like well come and see the show again and you'll see yeah. that it's a completely different show. And like you said earlier, like if. It, Where's my globe? Where's my golden globe? Mate? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm pissed. But yeah, I, I understand the dilemma of of that. But but uh, yeah, I, I do really love the fact that every every show is different, mm. and you'll never see the same shit for Showtime show again. Thanks again to Hal for being such a good sport and chatting to me throughout the afternoon. You can catch the shit-faced Showtime productions at the Leicester Square Theatre, uh, and keep an eye on the various shows they have coming up in the pipeline. Thanks again for listening, and we will leave you with Hal's final attempt at the drunken tongue twister. Make a little beat for myself. You know New York, you need you. Uni- oh, now hang on, let me start. Again. <laughs> you know New York, you need New York. You know you need unique New York. You knew New York, you need New York. You know you need you knew. Ah, hang on, let's go again. Right. You know New York, you need New York, you know you need unique New York. You know New York, you need New York, you know you need unique New York. Come on, that's good. Yeah, Yeah, we give it that? Yeah. Yeah.